0: No horror talk today. Instead, Nick and I are debuting our brand new show, Social Suicide. It's a great change of pace from Podcasts from the Black Lagoon, and I think you're really going to like it. So, we put the first episode here, and if you like what you're hearing, you can find it on whatever podcast provider you're using right now. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support. Enjoy.
1: But you don't, you don't necessarily think about your teacher- trying to commit homicide or anybody around your vicinity
0: it's just it's around every corner and you just don't know it you discovered that somebody would kill somebody that sounds like something we all know but when you know a living human being who you were face to face with who had the gall—it it is such a different experience
1: looking bedraggled and disoriented pepe resembled someone you'd go out of your way to avoid if you encountered him on the streets god oh i should i
0: (laughs) they had an intern writing this who just was so thrilled (laughs) to have this story (laughs) all right i'm recording you're recording
1: Yes, we're all recording. Everything's recording.
0: Okay. Hello, everybody.
1: And welcome to the first episode of... I don't know what I'm calling
0: this. Not yet. Yeah, we haven't found out the title yet. uh, But we are. We're going to feel it out.
1: I have sort of a uh, notion or an idea of what I want to do. And I kind of want to talk about mental health. Not just focusing on mental health. I want to talk about life my life experiences, Brian's life experiences. If we ever get other people on the show, like friends or or stuff like that, yeah. um we can definitely talk about life in general. And I think that uh, this is a this is going to be a fu- a fun a fun way to just get everything out there. And so today we are going to be talking about uh high school in general um i want i want to talk about my high school teacher tried to hire a hitman
0: we we were both the same god it feels like a long time ago we were at the same high school for a short period of time i don't remember how long i was there but we were
1: for you it was uh after freshman year of high school that's when you moved Just imagine coming home from school, you know, unpacking and everything and just kicking back and relaxing. And normally in the living room, uh, my grandfather would be watching the news. That's all he ever watched. It was either the news or football or (laughs) some form of action movie like Rambo, Die Hard, or like Clint Eastwood movies. Those were like his favorites or whatever. The news was on and we like got breaking news that a high school teacher from Bloomingdale High School, you can you can look this up, uh, the teacher's name was uh, Mr. Pepe, he was charged for trying to hire a hitman to assassinate another high school oh teacher God. from a different high school and my jaw dropped and I started like dying of laughter i was crying like there was just <laughs> tears coming down like all over my cheek and just running down my chin and i'm like oh my god that's my teacher and my mom was like what that's my fucking teacher up on the screen right now, <laughs> he tried to hire a goddamn hitman who actually ended up being an undercover cop. Oh, I didn't oh. know that
0: part. Really?
1: Yeah, he was an undercover cop. That's how he got caught. I remember, like, the first the first year, the first day of going into his class, oh. I felt like there was something up. Like, I never... Like, I kind of put it past me. I was like, there's something... Weird about him. He looks and sounds like um, I don't know if you watched the live-action uh, Flintstones movie. He looks and sounds like Fred Flintstone. And honestly, I just I didn't really. I, let me be honest with you, people. I'm a horrible student. My book bag was completely or, unorganized. All I could think about were girls. Like, and there was a pretty, there was a really pretty girl in that class, and I just couldn't I, like. I just couldn't stop looking at her. I was like, "Wow, I've never seen a girl like that before in my life." Holy shit! Um, but I'm also enamored with the fact that Fred fucking Flintstone is teaching yeah. my class. But he kind of seemed unhinged as a person. I hmm. I don't know. I I just I put it past me. I didn't really like think about it. I just thought, "Oh, another teacher. Okay." whatever but you don't you don't necessarily think about your teacher trying to commit homicide or anybody around your vicinity it's just like it's around every corner and you just don't know it and that's the scary thing
0: i i think that's the most shocking part about it i mean beyond the, the really it's just a sensational thing to say you know my teacher tried to hire a hitman that's disturbing on a lot of levels and and it being a student in that class and being in that high school and, I guess, realizing how close you were to somebody who would will somebody else to be dead is pretty- that's a revelation. Fortifying. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're learning a lot about what some people are capable of. Hey, if you love what you've been hearing so far, please consider supporting Nick and I on Patreon. We put loads of work into all of the podcasts that we do, and we've created our own little network. So you can be one of our first supporters. Just go over to Patreon, to the Black Lagoon Network. That's patreon.com slash BLN. You can support all of our shows there. And um, I I think you can learn surprisingly positive things about people with your teachers as well, and then also just harsh truths about depravity and what what some people are willing to do, even if you know them, even if they're in what should be a trusted environment. Um, I remember when I moved to uh, Ormond Beach and one of the, the high school I ended up going to, I remember right when I got there, I was taken under the wing of a, a group of seniors who were advised to show me and my brother around the school. And the first thing they told us was, oh man, have you guys heard yet? and we hadn't heard anything about the school. We were, we were kind of figuring everything out and we were both probably terribly anxious and uncomfortable walking around and seeing where we'd be spending the next years of our life. And they said, yeah, one of the teachers, very well known and very well loved, was taken into custody and is being charged for serially, um, I think at that time they said molesting and raping one of the students. Later on the story unfolded and by the end of that year, there's a much more nuanced picture about what happened, which was that there was an actual relationship going on between a student and a teacher who was much older, much older, but he was a teacher who lived directly outside of campus. Um, The the school was right on the beach. And I, I have so many, maybe we'll level this out with some fond memories too, fond memories of reading books that were lent to me from my English teachers during lunchtime, literally with my window rolled down, smelling the sea air and right across the street from me was this guy's house. I never knew him, I wasn't there while he was there, but for the rest of my high school career, people would talk about him. And they were so petrified by this idea that in all of these hidden dark little corners of the school where a lot of people ran off to during lunchtime to find places to eat that were outside of you know supervision, to hang out and to get in the shade from the Florida sun, this man and this student, were literally, I mean, they were caught by a janitor in an auditorium that they snuck in through the window, having sex on the stage, and backstage, and in a storage room by um, a a box office for kind of almost a fake movie theater ticket booth for the theater, um, in the gymnasium, in a custodial closet, and and there are just all of these rumors, fact and myth and legend mixing together, and I just remember my school lunches right by the beach, looking at this house across the street, thinking what a weird blight that is and all this beauty and, and paradise of Florida. I, I think you're right when you say that story, it, it isn't just like a sh- Oh, that's my teacher. You discovered that somebody would kill somebody. And that sounds like a platitude. That sounds like something we all know. But when you know a living human being, who you were face to face with, who had the gall to try to kill somebody? It is such a different experience. And I felt the remnants of that at this high school. And oh, I mean, I have other stories we could totally get into later in this podcast of a much more direct relationship with these types of things. But um, it's such a um, bewildering thing when you come face to face with something so much bigger than you. It's crazy. It really is.
1: Yeah. I'm. <sighs> Okay, so I'm looking at this um, article about uh, Pepe. Um, and oh my fucking God, I can't I can't even and another 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 funny thing about about that whole incident, not not with your incident, but with what happen- what happens at my school. Um, after after all of that happened, a bunch of people gathered around and made shirts and started saying free my homeboy pepe oh, <laughs> oh my god and the, the the school faculty cracked down on that shit so fucking hard it was ridiculous but anyways there's this article uh on patch.com and uh it says appearing in court yesterday before Hillsborough circuit judge Walter Heinrich wearing the signature red Hillsborough County jail uniform with the word inmate splashed across the chest James J. Pepe hardly looks like a man you trust to teach your child boy was that (laughs) like you couldn't trust this man like he has the face of of a fucking serial killer uh (laughs) looking bedraggled and disoriented pepe resembled someone you'd go out of your way to avoid if you encountered him on the
0: streets god oh i should (laughs) okay they had i couldn't they had an intern writing this who just was so thrilled (laughs) to have this story
1: (laughs) i know right but i kind of agree with him he's just taking pot shots left and right and i'm like hey i'm uh sure well uh earned
0: go for it man
1: (laughs) the boomendale high school teacher silently faced heinrich while the defense and prosecution debated whether he should receive bail, the prosecution arguing that Pepe is a danger to society. In the end, Heinrich Heinrich opted to hold Pepe in jail one more night to allow both sides to prepare their arguments for and against Bond for the man charged September 27th with soliciting to commit first-degree murder. Wow. Oh, my fucking God. On the surface, Pepe was a competent educator teaching world history, psychology, and uh, sociology. So I took his world history class. Okay. Durant High School graduate Jessica Kramer called him a good teacher and said she enjoyed his history class at Durant.
0: Oh, but that's like eye-opening. But do we know where this rivalry came from between him and the... the almost victim
1: from what i heard i think it was like psychotic delusions that uh another teacher was out to get him Mm. oh he was convinced the woman who lived next to his home in tampa was trying to break into his home recalled bloomingdale high school uh, uh senior marissa williams who had pepe as a sociology teacher last year Wow. He said he kept changing his locks and then finally moved away.
0: It, it's so bizarre because here I am listening to this story, feeling so far away from it. But I've forgotten that this happened in, in Tampa. I'm back in Tampa now. You, you know, like this didn't happen so far from where I am. Once again, I'm just not a student anymore. It's right. crazy. And, and I was thinking while you were talking, you and I had our own little revelations about how people are and how people can be when we when we learned about this uh just these weird cases of complete misbehavior where you don't expect in the schoolyard and i'm thinking back to a story dominique told me we had a um uh at the high school i went with where i met her um I, i remember regularly walking her to her locker in between classes and i was a very good student never wanted to be late and i would put myself in positions where I was late every day to one of my classes because I wanted to make sure I could walk into her locker because I was a delusional teenager who wanted nothing more than to spend time with her. And I remember so often a teacher would look at her and smile and wave at her and she would always tell me that she was so uncomfortable and that there was always talk in that classroom about how this teacher was inordinately interested in the young uh, teenage girls in the class. And there were a lot of rumors about how far that interest went. And I remember up until my um, pretty much uh, junior year, just a, kind of a bizarre investment in getting their attention and not caring much about the guys. Well, it later came out that he was fired. He had been fired because he was in, in apparently harassing young girls over Facebook, where he would be friends with them in the classroom, get their phone numbers, talk to them, have them in his classroom during lunch and it kind of progressed from that into him liking their profile photos at 3 a.m. at night and liking their statuses and following their friends and their friends of friends and clear like obvious behavior that you should not do and later people were saying they found alcohol in his desk and all these rumors I don't know if they're true or not but what was true is that the investigation yielded terrifying evidence that this guy was preoccupied with all of the, the young women at that school. are teenagers, God. Jesus and I remember walking by him every day, and he was a perfectly charming guy. He was loved by so many male students. I had friends who thought he was the greatest. And again, to, uh, we talked about this earlier, two things can be true. You can be a teacher that inspires people and have a CD thing that you're covering up. We've learned this from all manner of news stories that have broken. And that shouldn't be reduced into your one thing or another, because that kind of that ignores a greater nuance and danger of these types of people. And goodness, I, you wouldn't expect it. You'd see him and say, "That's creepy. Stop staring at my girlfriend so intensely." But what you don't expect is that that isn't just in the hallways that late at night at three am on his laptop. He can't do anything else, but gawk over photos of girls that he has in his class There's a special type of disturbing that comes from that Right and and so I, these are the things I I what I took away from that Unlike the story of the sexual abuse story that I, I mentioned earlier and your story about this man trying to hire a hitman and boy I know we both have other stories about teachers that surprised us um, Dominique must have picked up a very different type of revelation about how vulnerable people can be even in public settings where we're expected to be safe and and go to high school.
1: I remember this. He, this is also in the article, he instructed his students to use the title doctor. He wanted his students to call him doctor.
0: But he didn't have a PhD. Which
1: there is no, (laughs) he did not have a doctorate degree. Oh, There's sure. no evidence whatsoever. Uh, so, Pepe allegedly told an undercover Plant City police officer that he was angry at Meredith for spreading rumors that he was a child molester. He wanted Meredith dead and was willing to pay $2,000 to have the deed carried out. That's not enough I don't... to hire a hitman.
0: Yeah, I didn't know if that was an appropriate response, but I kind of thought that's pretty that's a budget that's a discount (laughs) do we know that that was a delusion of his that she was spreading that rumor just like he was delusional that she was breaking in or i wonder Uh, it
1: was another person that was breaking in oh his Um, neighbor that's right i think this was a a delusion of his
0: i mean either way it doesn't justify it of course (laughs) but it's (laughs) no there's something about a psychology teacher i guess being a prime example of what he's teaching and then ordering his students to call him doctor and then hiring a hitman to kill somebody. I, there's just a, a weird literary irony in all of this that I can't, I can't make sense of Don't in my head.
1: I can't. I can't either.
0: Do, do you have any um, surprisingly positive stories that happened in high school? I wonder if we can't balance this episode out with the, some of the darkest figures we've ever come to know with um, nice stories. Are Are there weird glimpses of? people being decent and and good that you can remember
1: i can remember like i remember like a few people um and honestly it's like uh like i've known uh, there's there's like a like a handful of people that i've known since elementary school and we like grew up together but we never like hung out outside of school um right uh they're, they're out and about and stuff and they're doing their thing and I see them on Facebook and from from time to time and sometimes I message them see how they're doing, but I don't know uh, honestly because a lot of the bad in in my life has just kind of blurred the good which really sucks because I have I have this problem in my head where like I know everybody has. Everybody has a life. Everybody has some shit going on. Everybody has a problem or something good's going on. And they're just busy. That's cool. Like, for me, it's... Um, like, my brain makes out these, uh, like, scenarios of people talking shit about me. They just want me to fail. And it's like this, this whole um, just scenarios and stuff. And you could, like... You could say, like, a joke to me, and I would take it as an insult, even though I know you weren't, like, intentionally trying to insult me. You were just joking around. But I could take that the wrong way, and I'll sit there, and I'll think about it, and it'll just get worse. And I'm like, did I do something wrong?
0: Right. I I, I can relate to that in the sense that as, as somebody who has been like disabilitatingly socially anxious my entire life and has only recently found ways to cope with that, I would read into tiny, tiny cues during conversations. Mm -hmm. I come from a ridiculously privileged place in the sense that I was so lucky throughout middle school and high school because for reasons that are entirely outside of my control, people gravitated towards me. And me being quiet and awkward...
1: It was your emo swoop, dude. You had the, e- the, the emo hair going on. The...
0: Early middle school, it may have been that superficial. It's <laughs> very possible. Um, this happened in high school and college as well, where I just got off easy.
1: I, I honestly wish I could say the same. I,
0: I... And I, I, Yeah, I feel like that's, that's a decidedly boring social anxiety story. Regardless, I would leave conversations that went really well And Just for hours, I couldn't help but just reiterate what I said and get hung up on if I sounded like an idiot If I said something foolish if they didn't like me and they're pretending to and that followed me for years and it's still with me to some extent but um Despite having this very (laughs) what could be easy social life I somehow managed to make it as difficult as possible mentally just by not (laughs) being able to overcome these mental hiccups and obsessive feelings about about how I'm coming off and yeah, I mean, and, and here we are, like, I, I'm trying to balance out the episode with something positive, and we, we've we both swung immediately <laughs> to more negatives.
1: And I, can, I, I kind of, I think I kind of made, it like, a connection to why my brain is the way it is, and it's probably, like, uh, third grade in elementary school, uh, worst, like, experience probably ever. Uh, Even worse than the time I shit my pants
0: Um, (laughs) in middle school. That was also awful. Uh, Oh, and this is all foreshadowing. We will dive into all of this, I'm sure, in the future. Yes.
1: Yes, definitely. (laughs) Um, But yeah, third grade, horrible. We'll definitely dive into that a little bit more in another episode. (laughs) Uh, Horrible experiences and a lot of fuck yous to a lot of people that deserve it. Um, like, I don't want to wish ill on people, but, like, just a part of me that's like, fuck you, you <laughs> fucking asshole, I, I hope you eat dicks. I know you're degree. vengeful.
0: I try not to. I know be. you're vengeful and even outside. Boy, you're a very humble, kind person. I know that more than anything. But I, I do degree. know your, your, other, your other side that you've told me about. And I, I'll tell you this. I will not let this podcast... Become a vengeance podcast (laughs) We are going to be constructive We are going to dive into our past And figure out if we can make any of it worthwhile (laughs) One episode at a time I will have your head on a pike
1: You hear me? A pike (laughs) And then I will have vanilla ice cream Over a nice summer sun Getting off Off track, off topic uh, Just psycho babbling I think (laughs) I think that's what we will call it. I want to look up Google real quick. I like that. Psycho bubble.
0: Psycho bubble. I like it. I knew it would come out during the episode. That might be that might be it.
1: It's cuz I'm retarded.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> see, I'm very mean to myself. That's what like I I feel like a lot of people don't understand, especially since I moved to Kentucky, a lot of people they they see me and they're like oh, you're weird, or, um, oh, you're very inept, you're stupid, and, like, I don't take social cues all that well, because I'm socially awkward, I, like, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do, I freak out, psychobabble, uh, podcast, please, please, oh, please, oh,
0: no, really,
1: fuck you, Tyler Oakley and Corey, what, cool, Fuck you. What?
0: What's the title?
1: It's called Psycho Babble, with Tyler oh. Oakley and Corey Cool. However you okay. pronounce that. We'll name? find something else. God damn it! That was a good one. I had like it was my, great. My brain went off I was like, this is it, this is it. No, no. Yeah. Wishful thinking though. <laughs> we'll um, find it. I don't know. I, like I don't want to be negative like all the time. But there's just like so many negative stories that I have in my life that I just want to talk about, cause I feel like they're interesting. They're also it's also kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of this in real time. I, I know we've we've known each other through some of the some of the peaks and valleys of your life, and, and we've talked at great length about some of these things. And I, I get it, man. I, I know some of that really had a toll on you, but I've also seen you recuperate.
1: Oh, it took. You know, a so long... I I just I. <laughs> It took a long time. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, um, a good memory of high school that I have, that I implied before. This is my junior year of high school. I met Dominique my freshman year, way at the end of my freshman year. And I mean, from that point on, we've, we've been together ever since. It's been seven years as of last week. And I had an English teacher who she took, and he had a reputation for being a terrifying, loud, angry, strict. Uh, teacher and he taught an honors class. I'd been a terrible student for two years. I was a terrible student in middle school and I was together with Dominique. I decided I want to have a reasonable life after all of this and I sucked up everything I had and with her in mind, tried to do the best I could and became an all-A student, did honor roll, AP classes, everything I could and that led me down a very unhealthy path of just being obsessive and academically ridiculous. But I took this teacher, and I was terrified, too, because of his reputation and the fact that the course was sold as something harder than normal classes, which I historically hadn't done well at. And I can tell you this, within two weeks of that class, we had a class of 30, it dropped down to 12. Because he would yell, slam books, put people on the spotlight, improvised presentations, the bane of every every high school student, and sitcom, (laughs) the dreaded improv uh, presentation. Um, He became my favorite teacher. One of the nicest people I've ever met. And he somehow thought that there was something in me that could be cultivated. And he started lending me books off of his bookshelf. And I I went from being someone who cared very little about everything in the world to someone who cared a great deal about reading and writing. And out of nowhere, it really awoke something in me. And I would spend lunch, again, seat reclined radio on reading books right by the beach in the parking lot of the school and i have incredible dreams of, of or, or memories rather of eating uh, uh, lunch drinking cold coffee that i made that morning and just flipping through these books that he would give me on everything from colonization in africa to a collection of short stories by isaac asimov called robot dreams you know to other you know bizarre, huge scope of of reading that he did and I would just read whatever he threw my way and talk to him about it and while I think it's easy to get caught in a train of thought that what happened to me as a kid or as a teenager I'd shit my entire life around that I think that's an easy and attractive way to simplify our lives that are actually a lot more complicated I can pretty confidently say that that exchange was incredibly constructive for me um because even though i ignored my inclination back then to write and read everything i could i ended up studying psychology and working in labs and doing that type of stuff look where i am now now i'm writing and reading for a job you know that's all i do i i do what he was telling me to do um and i came back to that on my own time and it's an interesting thing you know i i don't think we can put too much weight on single events because in hindsight, it looks like that was like that was the fulcrum and everything was leveraged off of it. But in reality, I think it's a pretty complicated mess that life is. Yeah. Um, there are some events we can definitely point to and say that was important, even if I didn't know it at the time. So we'll, <laughs> we'll leave, we'll, I'll, I'll leave you with that constructive, happy story about, about me being alone in my car and making the most of it. Um, uh-huh. Pretty much every lunch for years after my girlfriend left high school and it was just me.
1: So everybody everybody I know is dead. Um I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just ruin it. Just fucking ruin yeah. it. like a
0: depressing
1: thought. Why not? Uh, <laughs> totally. Uh yeah. So that was our first episode of
0: maybe somebody will like this one. <laughs> I hope maybe someone will like this. I hope so. I hope. If you
1: if you guys if you guys enjoyed it, thank you. Just like, you know, Uh, there's more to come from this we've also got whatever it is whatever it is the the whatever podcast Hmm. that's
0: another oh there has if someone you psycho babble there's a whatever podcast i'm sure and i bet it's some it must be some edgy like um
1: i swear to god i swear to god i'm i'm on google right now
0: there is it's going to be some sassy culture critic podcast i'm sure (laughs)
1: the weird and whatever podcast, the whatever podcast, yeah.
0: motherfucker. God damn. It. All right. That's all right. We'll find it. We'll find it. It might take us a few episodes. Even I'm
1: going to destroy everybody. <laughs> no, um, um, we have other projects going on. Uh, we have a, another podcast in the works and we just decided to do this because I had an idea for another podcast and it's just us talking uh, about and life. It's a
0: nice break from the other one, which we're taking, you know, very <laughs> seriously and investing a lot of time and money and, and brain energy into it. So this is a very mm-hmm. wonderful idea that you had of just take it easy, strip all that away and talk because this is what we yeah. do anyways. I mean, and,
1: and then we have our our horror movie podcast called The Podcast yes. from the Black Lagoon. You can also find that on Spotify. And in any other Format Platform, whatever I'm really not good at uh, At <laughs> explaining things I'm really not But it is whatever There's um, a
0: sincerity though that I love and I <laughs> it, 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 There's a lot yeah. of character In us trying our best I, I think both of us have <laughs> This is a DIY project And we're both new to this
1: We're, we're just juggling We're juggling shows yes. right now And I'm really, I'm really excited for uh, what's to come, the future. I'm excited for all the other projects. I'm excited to continue our horror movie podcast because that is fun. I enjoy that, except for the times when we have technical errors. Which oh
0: my god, fucking! We'll we'll do a story on the three-hour thing episode we did that we just lost. (laughs) There's so many stories of these wonderful things that are just broken oh yeah okay we've got to end it i this is a fun yes thing. We're, we gonna, do. we're gonna do it we're gonna do it this isn't even yes. a goodbye we are going to do another episode this is tuned
1: a, this isn't a goodbye but a hello that's very yes. pleasant nick ah, you're welcome
0: <laughs> <laughs> put All that right. on a t-shirt
1: fuck you oh